A couple days later, Hector's family threw him a funeral. I thought it would be weird to go. Maybe they didn't want to be reminded of the condition I'd found him in. But Audrey was like, no, you have to go. We'll both go. It'd just be too sad for his family if, like, nobody from school shows up. Besides, don't you want to remember him at peace instead of how you found him? So there we were on Thursday afternoon at St. Andrew Avellino. And what do you know? The place was actually pretty full. Sure, there were only a couple of kids from school. That's all the friends Hector had. But apparently, he had a pretty big extended family. By far, most of the people there looked Hispanic to some degree. Audrey and I had to grab a seat in back, which was fine. I didn't want to stick out as the guy who only spent time with Hector in the dumpster after he was already dead. I'd never been to a Catholic funeral before. My parents aren't exactly into organized religion. On Facebook, under religion, they entered spiritual. But I have to say this for the Catholics, they really know how to put on a show. And I don't mean that in any kind of disrespectful way. I don't usually call clothes garments, but the priest running the program had some mega cool garments going on. The hat alone made you feel like, this is going to be serious. And then there was the light filtering through the stained glass saints and the praying and the Latin and the rituals, even some Mexican songs. And on top of that, this huge crucifix staring down at you from the front of the sanctuary, all kind of sad and beat and worn out with humanity, but forgiving you anyway. I'm telling you, as the thing wound down, I couldn't help but feel Hector's ghost or spirit or whatever was a long way from the high school trash bin. It made me wonder what my funeral might be like. I'd probably have about the same number of friends from school show up, but a whole lot less family, since I was an only child, and our nearest relatives lived in Dallas. No fancy garments or elaborate rituals either. No big accomplishments to reel off in the eulogy. After all, my most noteworthy act so far was finding Hector. That wasn't exactly eulogy material. I'd be lucky to get a half dozen flowers around my casket. The school probably wouldn't even hire a special grief counselor to come in. Outside of Audrey and Randy, my other so-called friends would probably forget me in a week. I felt like Scrooge from A Christmas Carol when the ghost of Christmas yet to come showed him his own gravestone. The good thing was Scrooge had a second chance to do something, so maybe I did too. After the service, we hung around so Audrey could snap some photos of the church and the crowd coming out for the school paper. I should mention that I submitted a story about Hector in the dumpster to the paper, but Ms. Jansen, my journalism teacher, wouldn't accept it. She said my writing style was too informal and the dumpster stuff was too undignified. She thought a simple obituary would do. Anyway, several of the mourners were standing around staring in our direction. I didn't know whether they were staring at Audrey, this picture-taking chick with pink, blue, and green streaks wound into her brown pigtails, or if they figured out I was the guy who'd found Hector. Then, on the way to the parking lot, this minivan of a guy in a black suit and a black hat with a red feather tucked into the hat band walked up and grabbed my arm. Your name is Dylan Jones? He asked, 
He was probably nineteen or so. His goatee made it hard to tell. He was a good couple inches shorter than me, but was so square and solid, you knew he could run you over and leave nothing but a dark spot on the road. That's my name, I said. Do you know the Northside Monarchs? He asked, his eyes digging deep into mine. I'm like, the what? One of my boys told me you're the one who found Hector when he died. Uh, yeah. And you don't know who the Northside Monarchs are? No, I don't have any idea. His face relaxed, and he almost smiled. I guess it was just fate, then, that you found them. Fate, yeah, that's right. He put out his hand for me to shake. My name's Alberto Hernandez. Everyone calls me Beto. I'm Hector's cousin. Thanks for coming to the funeral. I'm like, that's all right. And introduced him to Audrey. You know, he said, it's not like the cops in the news said. Hector didn't take no overdose. If he had drugs in him, someone else must have dosed him. I never thought he took any drugs, Audrey said. And I go, me either. Though truthfully, I wasn't so sure. I mean, yes, he didn't seem like a druggy type. But then, you can't really be sure what goes on with people after the last school bell rings. Beto stared into my eyes again. You be careful. Never anything but. As he walked away, Audrey goes, Wow, that guy was good looking. I mean, if I liked guys, that's the kind of guy I'd like. I don't know, I said. He kind of weirded me out the way he just came up out of the blue like that. Audrey nudged her shoulder against my arm. Well, that's just the cost of being famous, I guess.